आज मध्यरात्रि यानी 8 नवंबर 2016 की रात्रि को 12 बजे से वर्तमान में जारी 500 सौ और एक हजार के करेंसी नोट लीगल टेंडर नहीं रहेंगे यानी ये मुद्राएं कानूनन अमान्य होगी 500 और एक हजार रुपये के पुरानी नोटों के जरिए लेन देन की व्यवस्था आज रात्रि से उपलब्ध नहीं होगी भ्रष्टाचार काले धन और जाली नोट के कारोबार में लिप्त देश विरोधी और समाज विरोधी तत्वों के पास मौजूद पांच सौ रुपये हजार रुपये के पुराने नोट अब केवल कागज के एक टुकड़े के समान रह जाएंगे हेलो एंड वेलकम टू ऑल इंडियंस मैटर आई एम अशोक इंजीनियर फैक्ट नंबर वन ऑन नवंबर फोर टू थाउजेंड एंड सिक्सटीन जस्ट फोर डेज बिफोर अ डिजास्टर्स डिमोनेटाइजेशन वॉज इन्फ्लिक्टेड ऑन इंडिया द वैल्यू ऑफ करेंसी नोट इन सर्कुलेशन वॉज रुपीज सेवनटीन fact number 2 on october 29 2021 the value had risen to rupees 29.17 lakh crore according to reserve bank of india data prime minister narendra modi had justified the sudden invalidation of 85% of currency notes in circulation as an attack on unaccounted for income and to encourage a digital economy but the value of notes in circulation has actually risen by 64% since then there can be no greater evidence that demonetization failed in its objective not to mention the lives it cost the jobs it vaporized and the distress it caused to the poorest of the poor all indians matter november 8 2021 marked 5 years of the invalidation of rupees 500 and rupees 1000 notes subsequently the government issued new rupees 500 and rupees 2000 banknotes If the aim was to reduce cash in the system and to lower the volume of cash payments, demonetization was a spectacular failure. Cash in the system is rising at a fast clip. This is hardly surprising because India has always been a cash economy, something that seems to have escaped Modi's attention. The decision was announced a mere 4 hours before it came into effect, leaving people scrambling. Serpentine lines outside banks and ATMs to exchange old notes for new became common. Many people lost not only all they had they lost the means to survive too economic activity was subdued for months it was a nightmare that continues to hurt india even today government spokespersons struggled to justify the move initially they said surprise was necessary to catch those with black money off guard however it became clear very fast that much of this cash was converted into assets like gold and real estate that could simply be sold later it must be understood that unaccounted for income is not held only in the form of cash it can be in the form of say undervalued inventory or money transferred to safe locations abroad demonetization affects none of this in fact it may have created more black money 
corrupt bank executives charged those willing to pay a price to take in old notes in exchange for new ones. This meant more black income. Some others used proxies. The proxies deposited illegally held cash in their own accounts in return for a fee, returning the money later. And the printing of rupees 2000 notes made it even easier to hoard cash. The dichotomy in the logic, if we can call it that, boggles the mind. Meanwhile, the government continued to change the justification for the move. First, it said it wanted to weed out black money. Then, it said it was a strike against counterfeiting. Later, it said demonetization was needed to end the financing of terrorism. Ultimately, it had no bearing on any of these. I've already talked about black money. Counterfeiting too was unaffected because the foreign entities involved in it were not touched. As for terror financing, it's done through illegal transactions abroad, usually in foreign currency. Demonetization has no effect on it. Finally, following a public uproar, the government changed its justification again. It said the objective was to create a cashless economy. The latest Reserve Bank data puts an end to that argument too. As I said earlier, India is a cash economy. Cash is this country's lifeblood. It makes little sense to drain it, especially because we have a very large unorganized sector. About 94% of the workforce is part of the unorganized sector and is completely dependent on cash for sustenance. Much of the population is unbanked and the unorganized sector also includes the micro and small units, which too work outside the banking framework. So people lost incomes, there was a severe rural distress and many businesses had to shut. The long-term effect is being felt even today. Demonetization led to a spike in unemployment and a dip in demand. This meant that India was experiencing an, an economic downturn even before the COVID-19 pandemic. So when the pandemic did hit, the economic carnage was amplified many-fold. No matter what the stated and ever-changing goal demonetization did not achieve it, but it did cause great damage. It's what is called a policy-induced crisis, and it disproportionately harmed farmers, daily wage laborers, and women. The tragedy is that there is little acknowledgement from those who unleashed it on the country, and there seem to be no lessons learned. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in, that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer, that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count, that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T. Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon. <laughs>